my time thinking maybe this isn't all real, um, that maybe this Jesus thing is like a bit of a, a story, a fairy tale, um, and so I thought maybe I shouldn't be telling other people that in a church context, um, but let me share with you like the rest of me, the other 30% of me that keeps coming back and why I'm, I'm here, I guess. Uh, so at the grand old age of 26, I kind of already think of my life in two parts, before 2019 and after 2019. Before 2019, I was like, nothing, my life was good, nothing had gone wrong. I had no reason to doubt any of the faith that I'd been brought up with. Um, I had a great childhood and family and friends and everything was good. Um, and then in late September 2018, my granddad died. And that was the first death that I'd ever experienced. Um, and that was devastating um, for our family, of course, like you're just missing someone who has always been there. And then six weeks later, my other granddad died. And so I'd gone from like, uh, however many years I was of never experiencing a death, never having any meaningful reason to be sad, to all of a sudden having both of these quite heartbreaking um, events happen in a short space of time. And I remember from the day in September when my first granddad died, crying every single day until Christmas day, because I was just, I just couldn't imagine what my life would be like now with people missing from it. And then it got to Christmas day and I thought, this, this is where you stop crying about this and you have to move forward. And I could rationalize my grandparents dying because I had plenty of friends whose grandparents had died. I understood that this is, you know, the circle of life. People get old and then people die. And that's, even though I hadn't experienced it, I knew that that is how it was gonna work. And that is the reality. And that was bound to happen one day. I was just sad that it was happening to me now. And then a few months later in, so March, 2019, my partner, Joe, his dad was diagnosed with cancer. He was a smart man in his mid fifties. His parents were still alive. There was no reason to think that he was unwell. He was at hospital for a routine appointment and then all of a sudden um, getting that diagnosis, which is, the C word is something that we always, you kind of, you, you, don't, you just don't want to hear it, do you, with someone that you know? Um, and so from when he was diagnosed in March, I prayed every second that I had that he would get better, that this was all a horrible nightmare that I was going to wake up from. Uh, I asked everyone I knew that had any faith, Jehovah's Witnesses, Muslim, all my Christian <laughs> friends, just whoever it is you're praying to, get on this for Joe's dad because this is unbearable. I don't have any um, words to say to him to make this better. My faith that I have told him that I've had for my whole life is all being brought into question and why is this happening and can't you tell your God to take this away? And at the same time, knowing that I don't have that power and I was doing everything that I thought I could, I was bargaining with God that if, if you make Joe's dad better, then I will do this and I will go to church every day and I will tell everyone I know about Jesus. Uh, and then he was moved to Keach Hospice Care in um, the other side of Luton. And I remember that was just five weeks after he was diagnosed. And we are, at that time, it's kind of, it's one of those times where everything goes really quickly and really slowly. So thinking back on it, it was the longest 
I don't even know how many days it was, two or three, but the longest two or three days, but also all a blur, like no idea what happened. Couldn't tell you when when we slept or when we ate or anything like that. Um, but I, yeah, so I sat in the hospice with Joe and with his family, and it's also not not great um, place for guests to be. Like there's no, uh, it's not like a nice hotel where you can have a nice lie down and watch the telly for a bit. It's obviously not made for that. Um, so one one night, I had used up all the apps on my phone. Like I scrolled through every social media I had. I was you just you're just sitting there waiting, basically waiting for something to happen that you know is probably not going to be good news, but you, there's nothing else you can do in that time. Um, and so I went to my last option, my Bible app. I thought, oh, let me just maybe there'll be something entertaining on here to just distract me for a couple of minutes. Um, and it was 1am and I remember sitting in the toilet because it's the only space you can get which is like on your own and the verse for that day was Matthew 5 verse 4 and the version that I had said God blesses those who grieve they will find comfort and other versions say blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted and within a, a day or maybe two days of reading that Joe's dad died um, and that that was yeah devastating the, it was, yeah, just horrible. And the months that followed, horrible, awful time. And, and because, of, because of Joe's dad being sick and the outcome of that and his sad passing, 70% of me thinks this is not something that I have faith in anymore. This is, I can't proclaim that I believe in this and I can't sing Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper when the reality is that did not happen for me in that situation and so many questions came of that time and so many I felt so many people looking at me and saying well you're the one with the faith and still this God you talk about seems to have failed us but sitting in the toilet and reading that verse is the 30% that keeps me coming back and that encourages me that do you know, that was the darkest, darkest time. I can't ever rationalise why Joe's dad's time with us was so short and why after all of my bargaining, there was no healing there. But I remember that in the, that darkest time where there was nowhere else to look, that verse for the day was a little reminder that there is something, there is a hope, there is a reason that you can continue having your faith despite this and despite what, what you thought was was true and was God is not has not been the reality in this situation. And I think that little light in the darkness was perfectly timed. I don't think it was a coincidence that that was the verse for that day. And that is the reason why I'm still here because I think I, every time I think it would be easier for me to just stay at home and stay in bed and not turn up on a Sunday morning, I think actually, God blesses those who grieve and they will find comfort and maybe it will take time and I still don't have the answer to any of those questions and I don't know why, what happened, happened, but I know that there is something in that time that, that allowed us all and helped us all and encouraged us all to carry on and to get through and to keep taking it day by day despite these massive losses and to know that for me that there... Uh, well, I hope there is something greater because otherwise, 
where is that light in the darkness? And so for me, yeah, that's why I keep coming back here. That's why I um, can sing some songs and why it's difficult for me to sing others. But yeah, that is because I know that God blesses those who mourn and comforts them and is there in that time. <laughs>